This is Stu Epperson from the Truth Talk podcast, connecting current events, pop culture, and theology. And we're so grateful for you that you've chosen the Truth Podcast Network. It's about to start in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, and please share it around with all your friends. Thanks for listening, and thanks for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Coming to you from an entrenched barricade deep in the heart of Central North Carolina. Masculine Journey After Hours. A time to go deeper and be more transparent on the topic covered on this week's broadcast. So sit back and join us on this adventure. The Masculine Journey After Hours starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey After Hours. This is Andy <laughs> posing uh, for <laughs> Sammy, uh, Sam slash Robbie. Uh, again, um, so we're continuing our discussion in after hours about posing and moving t- from posing to authenticity and more of what it takes to really uh, start living out of a true self instead of a false self. But since this isn't really my topic, I'm going to shut up and let Jim uh, take off with it. And I guess I should pose as Robbie, but there's no chance I could give you an authentic the, the, laugh. The, the, like the, the, there's amateurs in the room. <laughs> None of us are professional radio should we, people. We should have got that piped in like that time. Right? <laughs> but uh, we're talking about posing. I, I think I missed it on the earlier show, so you guys are getting a bonus. Uh, and I don't know that I – are you a North Carolina native? I am. Hey, what's our uh, motto? Our motto, I don't Say know. Motto. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's here comes posing. Okay, I'm, the I'm posing because, now. and this is my pose. <laughs> I, I'm a reasonably intelligent guy, and I used to sure. have a lot of trivia, but now mm-hmm. anybody with, right. an, uh, with an iPhone yeah. or a smartphone knows a little more than I do. <laughs> it is Essequam Videri, and it means to be rather than to seem. And that's where we want to get to because the pose is quite well defined by reversing that. It's to seem rather than to be. Mm. So that's my short version because we want to get into the meat of stuff. And since you said you're going to pick on everybody's biggest pose, I gave you mine, so I'm done. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> that's you can, your biggest. You can go one. to another no, room. No, it's not. A <laughs> <laughs> pluribus more Latin for one of many. So. I think I, I've got the the next clip. Um, so whenever we were talking about this, it's like you know I wanted to throw out some Barney Fife. I mean he's an excellent poser, you know. Yeah. And but at one one of the things um, that I always liked in the Remember the Titans was the pose that the players had whenever they make met Coach Boone for the first time when he's getting ready to take them to uh, football camp. And this is what you hear, the exchange. You hear the player kind of directing what, what's going what's gonna to be and the coach kind of uh, calling him on that. And there's just all kinds of posing going on in this. I think there's two or three different ones. But, again, it's people trying to live out of the false self of uh, over-importance of who you think you are or um, just not really living the true you. And so here we go with the clip. I gotta help you boys. I'm Gary Bertier. The only All-American you've got on this team. You want any of us to play for you? You reserve half the open positions for Hammond players. Half the offense, half the special teams. We don't need any of your people on defense. We're already set. 
Uh-huh. Don't need none of my people. Mm-hmm. What you say your name was uh, Jerry? Gary. No, you must have said Jerry like Lewis, which would make you Dean Martin, right? Ladies and gentlemen, got an announcement to make. We got Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin going to camp with us here this year. Jerry tells the jokes, Dean sings the songs, and gets the girl. Let's give him a round of applause. Which folks? Gary. Parents, are they here? Where are they? That's my mother. That's your mama? Mm-hmm. Very nice, I want you. Take a good look at her. Because once you get on that bus, you ain't got no mama no more. You got your brothers on the team, and you got your daddy. Now, you know who your daddy is, don't you? Gary, if you want to play on this football team, you answer me when I ask you, who is your daddy? Who's your daddy, Gary? Who's your daddy? You. Uh-huh. And whose team is this? Is this your team, or is this your daddy's team? Yours. Mm-hmm. Get on the bus. Put your jacket on first. Uh, Dean? Fix that tie, son. So I love that because, you know, the, the multiple levels of posing, I mean, it's obvious about the player. He's sticking out his chest and saying this is the way it's going to be. And the coach, he even does, puts on a pose himself of basically saying, okay, you want to you wanna put on – see – Who's the better man? Who's the bigger man? Who's who's the daddy? You know, so there's a pose there, and then you know I didn't really notice it, but this is the this is a pose that I chose at times. Is you would think that Dean would have stood up for himself a little bit, right? But he just kind of fades in and just goes onto the bus. He says nothing. That's kind of where I I've played that pose as well, of where I'm just hiding. I'm not taking on anybody. I'm just you know I'm just kind of you know, no confrontation kind of guy. I'm just going to get the approval or whatever. So, you know, great clip to me. Um, you guys, any thoughts? Yeah, I like the the hiding part where we talk about that because that, that's ruined my, many of my life, many of my days, with whether it's my wife, my family, or anybody else, but just, just going into that hiding. When I've got things to say, I really, you know, can contribute. I love to hide when it's confrontation involved and I, I think it's going to hurt somebody, you know, or they're not going to take it well and it's going to lead to, you know, more confrontation. It's like, nah, I'll just back out and just let it all just settle. And it's just, it's not really being authentic at all. It, it is another way to pose and it's one that people can't find as easy. You know, we're talking about posing. I'm sitting here laughing. Um, you got a bunch of old married guys in the studio tonight. But uh, you think about where where do guys post the, pose the most? In front of the girls, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you think you think about the, the where are you going to find the, the the greatest poses? It's going to be in a high school hallway, or you know on the court or you know football field football field you know look at me i'm i'm all that in a yeah, bag of right. chips i i could do better in the quarterback what is <laughs> i just don't want to play you know <laughs> I mean, and i laugh because you know it takes forever it seems to learn that um women above anybody else sees right through the poses now they may be 
you know, they may find it cute. Oh, look, you know what they're doing. But you want to you, you want to get in trouble? Be authentic. <laughs> right. So before we jump into authenticity, I wanted to just ask some of you guys. You know, I think posing comes naturally for us, sadly, but when it does come naturally, and we are not limited to one or two, because I think I got many hats. I remember as a kid growing up, uh, I kept getting hats for different stuff, and I wanted to do everything, so I just kept stacking those hats on. You know, it was like coonskin cap or a ball cap or whatever fireman's cap all the roles that you wanted to play well, that's what we do sometimes is we have these different poses that we do so what i want to ask you is how do you have you identified a pose that you dealt with and you don't feel like you walk into or and and or is there something that you still struggle with that you you go to hiding or go to posing uh without really realizing it because you just live that way for so long anybody bueller Bueller, Bueller. <laughs> I go into the hiding thing a lot. And, and I realize that sometimes at, at work or church or wherever it is, and even at home, is that rather than tell how I really feel or don't really need to do that or take on more than I should and then get frustrated because mm-hmm. I got too much to do. Mm-hmm. And so I, rather than confront the thing in, in proper ways just kind of let mm-hmm. it blow up and and it's not pretty sometimes mm-hmm. so because there's a there's a little demon that lives inside and when <laughs> the door is open he's not pretty but uh that's kind of the that's kind of what i see yeah and i do a lot with my children is you know because we are a a blended family so i have a stepson and a daughter and of course they have other parents and we always want to play the hero. I want, mm-hmm. you know, the other one messed up, so I can be the hero. When in reality, sometimes you just have to let folks take the knocks that they're going to take. So that's right. Yeah, for me personally, it's it's probably that um, I have it all together, and I can I, I can solve any problem. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, you get to that point, especially with family and friends, where you almost feel like you have to be the rock of the group. You know. Okay, yeah, so everybody else is going around like chickens with their head cut off. I have no clue what I'm doing, but we're going to pretend I do anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And Andy's laughing at me because he's seen me do that at camp. No, I'm sitting there there thinking about how I do it, actually. uh, And Danny, while Danny was talking, I thought of, and this is actually part of who we're called to be. We'll get to that later. But I want to be a rescuer, and I think I am. And I was thinking back last millennium when uh, I was uh, in a particular job that required me to go out drinking with the buddies, but I wasn't drinking anymore, so I'd be the designated driver. And one of our more sloppy drunks was hitting on a girl, and he finally wandered off. And I was just sitting watching everybody, and then... A guy came up to the table, and I could tell she was uncomfortable, so I went, charged in on the, my white horse to rescue <laughs> her. And, and that guy got the impression that, I mean, I'm a very large fellow, and I was young then, but uh, he went off, and I sat down mm-hmm. for a second, and she said, well, you're with that guy, right? I said, oh, yeah, we're together. He said, 
he was trying to convince me he was a spy. <laughs> and I said, well, there's really not too many bigger lies you're going to hear in a bar. Than, go big or go that. home. Yeah. He said, well, what does he Bond, really do? James Bond. Yeah. What, I, she said, well, what does he really do? I said, you wouldn't believe it, but he is a professional Boy Scout. As am I. <laughs> and she, la- she laughed. I went back to the table. But I've always wanted to be a rescuer. Mm-hmm. And my wife sees that in me, and it's gotten me into the, some of the biggest problems I've been in in my life. But that, that becomes a pose when you don't do it biblically. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, is I haven't thought about it that way. You know, we talk about how we're wounded in our glory of so what it takes us out from being God's glory being shown through us, but I didn't think about it as that, you know, that pose can, um, or, or what, what you're wanting to get away from and the pose or whatever, you can be lured into that in, in a good way, meaning well, kind of, but still hiding. Yeah. It, our, our poses that are the hardest to identify are the ones that really are part of our nature right and whether it's our godly nature or our human nature right. but so that's me that's but it's not yep good point yeah i like to hide an awful lot as we just said earlier but for me it's really just in that hide it's really more of a don't let anybody really know what you're thinking feeling or really know where you're at because mm-hmm. if they really knew me that that can't happen you know you're not they're not going to like me it's not going to be good to know the real me so really it's it's anything i can do to throw you off the scent kind of thing anything i can do to just get you to oh okay i'm close like you were talking about earlier jim there's some truth in there yep you're going to get some truth out of me yeah that's that's what that is what i think but i'm not going to tell you the rest of the story as paul harvey would say You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold something back. I'm gonna keep it back. I'm just not gonna let all my cards be shown. And I've just fight like crazy. And you guys are the most authentic I've been with, you know, ever. And I still, you know, you don't know. And squat believe it or not, me. we still like him. And, and yeah, <laughs> and you just don't know squat about me yet. And it's just it's just kind of funny. I always every time we come around boot camp and start to gear up again and start to talk about some of these topics a little more, uh, I'd say, more continuously. Because it always comes up. We always joke about it. But now we kind of get kind of serious about what do we think and where are we at in our poses and wounds and some other things. And all I can – every time it starts to come back up, I just start to look in that mirror again. I'm like, okay, what what layer can I take off this year? You yeah. know, go back to the Shrek and the Onion, right? It's like, can I just get rid of another layer, please? Please, Lord, let me get rid of another layer. Which yeah. is a great segue to, I don't know which clip we're on, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's on getting from the pose to authenticity. It's your clip. And it is. Okay. I thought we might be ready for this. Yep. One. I have no clue anything about this movie except I read what I read in the clip. But I found the clip in a place that it was standalone. This is a politician, and I think the only people that might give politicians a run for their money in posing are actors, which I guess would make Reagan the best poser ever, <laughs> yeah. though I'm not sure he was much of <laughs> one. But uh, anyway, this is Matt Damon. He's a young politician. There's going to be a reference to him pulling his pants down in there, and he was miles ahead in an election 
And then they exposed that he had done something stupid when he was younger and he dropped in the polls and ended up losing the election. And this is his sort of speech after that happened. It wasn't whether or not you got knocked down. It's what you do when you get back up. And I came here to tell you tonight that I will get back up. We, we didn't have that saying in my neighborhood. It's just one of those phrases that uh, it had some traction with the focus group, and so we kept using it, but it's not true. You know, in 1998, I did a cover story for GQ. The title was Youngest Congressman Ever. And since then, every story has tried to explain how I got here so fast. And the, and the word that people kept uh, using was authentic. Uh, but here's the problem. This isn't even my tie. This tie was selected for me by a group of specialists in Tenafly, New Jersey, who chose it over 56 other ties we tested. In fact, our data suggests that I have to stick to either a tie that is red or a tie that is blue. A yellow tie made it look as if I was taking my situation lightly, and I may in fact pull my pants down again at any moment. <laughs> a silver tie meant that I had forgotten my roots, my shoes. You know, shiny shoes, we associate with uh, high-priced lawyers and bankers. If you want to get a working man's vote, you need to scuff up your shoes a little bit. But you can't scuff them up so much that you alienate the lawyers and the bankers because you need them to pay for the specialist back in Tenafly. Now, this uh, we've had several clips of having your pose exposed. But you saw you we cut out some of the pregnant pause between him being the politician and playing off the crowd to getting to where he says none of this is real. And when we can get to that point, and that's what I want to show with this clip, then we've got half the battle won. When you want to be authentic, when you want to have integrity, you're never going to get it totally right. But if that's your pursuit, God's going to help you with that. He's not going to help you oppose. He's going to expose you. Yeah, that's right. Um, and it kind of goes back to what Rodney was talking about earlier about whenever you got in this community and you really got around guys that were willing, they found some truth. They discarded some pose and they finally began to speak out. We've talked about how, you know, being real and telling people your story, good, bad, and ugly. You know, it says confess your faults one to another that you may be healed. Well, the best way to drop a pose and the best way to go at the enemy to say you've kept me bound this way all this time is all the stuff that you've hidden in the past that you didn't want to people know, the the bad stuff, the stuff that people would ca that would cause you shame or ca cause you to be disliked by somebody else. When you throw that out there, most most of the time that I've seen, I've never seen anybody say, oh, my gosh, he is such a whoremonger. He is such a bad person. <laughs> no, you see people embrace him because they see that's real and it's refreshing and it brings deliverance within the community. That's what you see a lot in the boot campus. 
that's what helped me to become, I feel like, a more authentic man was just to hear hear the crap that's in your guys' lives. That, you know? That's right. You know, you, <laughs> Andy's going, hey, I can't be as bad as Jim. <laughs> <laughs> look at look at what a mess he's made um, but but there's a lot of truth to that it, it, in i i think part of the camp what you realize is that you know every man has been wounded every man is hiding from something and if you get that if you figure that out you can almost go through and figure out what they're hiding from by their pose you know, maybe maybe they were told that, you know, they should shut up growing up. Mm-hmm. And then they become, you know, uh, a voice uh, on the radio. A voice on the radio. <laughs> right. You know, and, and you can almost go through and pick, you know, the poses that's going on and know what's going on in their lives. You know, I, I think for me, it, once again, it's a layer, right? Mm-hmm pull back a layer at a time because Mm -hmm. the enemy has spent years and years building these brick walls. And as we get together in the the boot camp, and I encourage you guys to come out, register at masculinejourney.org, go out there, get registered, and, you know, uh, go ahead and sign up. Hear some stories. (laughs) And and you'll hear some stories. You'll you'll discover that – all the guys here, uh, we we all have a past. We all have uh, our own poses we've done with over the years, and you'll get to hear gems. And there are plenty. <laughs> Actually, one of the most common comments from guys that come to the boot camp that I've heard is, "You know, you guys were real. That we weren't up there telling them what they needed to do, and here's the twelve step program that's going to save your life. We're just." letting them walk with Jesus after telling them how screwed up we were. Yep. Well, I think it's not only that. Once you start getting rid of those layers, you know, they, 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 it's like a, like wearing coats in the middle of summer. You know, you start peeling them off one at a time. You start feeling better. I mean, <laughs> that's right, Jim. Um, but you start feeling better about who you are. And you when you realize that, God created you for a purpose. Yeah. And only he can tell you who you are. Right. You know, and you don't have to fit in because God created you. It's just like a tool in a tool drawer. You know, not all the tools are the same. Each was created for a separate purpose. And once you realize that, you can be your authentic you. And Danny, you look like you have something to say. Well, (laughs) I was thinking about... One of the greatest gifts God ever gave me was being able to sit down with some guys in, ironically, a 12-step program, but and sharing. And you're thinking, I always call it terminal uniqueness. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. But when you share it with another human being and they share back, and you go, oh, my God, I can't believe they did that. You know, because most of the time – we look at each other and we take a snapshot of where they are, what they're driving, you know, mm-hmm. got it all together, always had it all together. They were born with a silver spoon in their mouth, da 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 but I'm the screwed up one. And so what did you end up doing? And I just thought about how it says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So when I know your story and you know my story, all of a sudden there's a little more authenticity shown there because you go, wow. Didn't realize he made it through that. Yep. Yeah, you under you overcome the enemy 
but you really overcome your false self, I think, of who you're hiding. Yeah, by. one and the same. Yeah, that's right. Because sometimes we have found the enemy and it bees us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for I sure. Would, I never would have been able to share my story if I hadn't been around others sharing their story. So coming to boot camp and actually hearing how people share their story and how authentic they are, and then you talk to them at mealtime, you talk to them at other different times, and you start to learn more and more about how they really are now, what they were, the transitions they've had to make, not just a transition, transitions, because there's many of them, all those different layers. That Each layer comes off as another transition, right? So just getting all that going and learning about that and getting at the Band of Brothers is huge. Absolutely. It is just absolutely wonderful. Yep. I don't particularly like onions, but that is an excellent analogy. And... The more the one of the things I did grow up with a silver spoon in my mouth, and I had all the advantages. And I'll start to whine about something, and then I, the person I'm talking to will tell me their story. I say, "Man, I had it made." But that can be an even harder place to come from. And Jesus went after the religious leaders when it were people that were sinners and knew they were sinners. He embraced them. And he wanted to embrace everybody, but those that thought they knew it all, like uh, some of us posers do, really were the ones he went after. And I'm glad he came after me. And for you young folks, I will encourage you that growing old isn't all that bad because the layers of the onion fall off over time. You don't even have to have them ripped off. There's just not that much to pose about anymore. Yeah, and I'm going to give a good a clip to show uh, the uh, excessive way that you can actually become authentic. You know why I pulled you over? Depends on how long you were following me. <laughs> why don't we just take it from the top? Here goes. I sped. I followed too closely. I ran a stop sign. I almost hit a Chevy. I sped some more. I failed to yield at a crosswalk. I changed lanes in the intersection. I changed lanes without signaling while running a red light and speeding. Is that all? No. I have unpaid parking tickets. <laughs> Be gentle. All right, just some guidance. That's probably a little bit over the top of how you actually want to go. I mean, everybody needs to be authentic and talk about, you know, who they are and and their the reality of who they are. But there's that doesn't mean you have to share everything with everybody. There's a, a time and a place. So yeah, just could, kind of could a land you in jail. Movie. Yeah, That's, absolutely. It's a hilarious movie, Liar Liar, and you got a lawyer again, one of our top ten posers, posers. for sure. But he cannot tell a lie for 24 hours. And what that does in one's life is life-changing. Absolutely. Thank you for clearing that up, Jim. I didn't do uh, set that clip up properly. But anyway, we're, uh, we're excited uh, about this topic. We want to share it with you at the next boot camp. That boot camp is April 29th through May the 2nd. Um, it's at a different location. You'll find that on the website, MasculineJourney.org. But we're really excited about the different venue of going back to a place that we've had boot camps for quite a few years. And uh, we're really looking forward to you being there. Please join us. Thank you. This is the Truth Network.